Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, gentlemen. And welcome to the Encouragement Group, the group that we do each and every Friday. We do it at the end of the week because we know that weekends are tough. We know that the grind of Monday to Friday, we get used to that routine, and then we get a little bit less structure on the weekend. And sometimes we start getting this disease of wellness, not just the disease of addiction. And some of us start to think that maybe we've done enough work. The weather is nice, that contributes to it. And we think all of a sudden our family wants us to come home. But a lot of you guys have tried that before. You've come knocking on that door and you've got that look of horror in the face of your family's eyes like, what are you doing here? You say, oh no, no, I'm done early. And how'd that go? We know that you came here after hitting some sort of bottom, that you were at another low point in life. And to do this right, you know, we have a saying around here, stick and stay. To do this right, we're not trying to just get you home for this weekend. We're trying to have you home for every weekend thereafter. And to do that, it's important that you guys understand that we didn't bring you here to do some of the work. We didn't bring you here to do most of the work. We hope that you've come here to do all of the work, to leave no stone unturned. I can look into each and every one of your eyes and tell you honestly that you've got not just what it takes to get clean, but you've got what it takes to lead a sober life a day at a time. You have what it takes to get, you know, last week we're estimating that some 600 people were here for our alumni picnic, quite possibly our biggest picnic ever. These people coming back to let you know that that life beyond your wildest dreams that goes along with sobriety is attainable for you. There is no roulette wheel in my office that says this guy's going to make it and this guy isn't. This isn't like the lottery. You've got a one in one billion chance of making it. This dream, this payoff, is open and available to all of you. And the good news, the empowering news, the encouraging news is that unlike the lottery where you've got to scratch and see if you're a winner, where you've got to pick a number to see if your numbers come out, this dream comes true to all those who want it. We talk about this disease and so many of you are confused. You think this, this, uh, this disease is something outside of your body or you talk about this disease like it's this demon on your shoulder. This disease is you. And if you think about it like an on-off switch, you are the ones who turn it on and turn it off. You have the ability to keep that switch off by continuing to do the work. Our goal here, gentlemen, is to encourage you. What is courage? Courage is the ability to face something difficult or scary. To encourage you is to give you that courage. That courage means being able to participate in group, 
to be, allow yourselves to be open, to allow yourselves to be vulnerable, to get rid of those secrets. To do that one bit of work that in previous treatment programs you said, I'll talk about everything except this, we tell you, have the courage today to talk about that thing that you've kept locked away. Because we know that those who have taken that risk have reaped the rewards. I guarantee that there are some of you sitting in this room right now that have taken that risk to unload that thing that they thought they couldn't. We've never seen a person melt, wither away, disappear, or die as a result of doing the work. We have, however, seen people who have died who have not done the work. Ask yourselves the question, gentlemen, what is the worst thing that could happen if I chose to do the work today? And as I thought about what I wanted to share with you today, I, came, I, I thought about this commercial. You know, we hear these commercials for investments all the time on the radio. You know, uh, buy gold. It's going to go up. You know, invest in this, that, or the other thing. And then there's always that tagline at the end that says this, past performance does not guarantee future results. And I thought about that in terms of the relationship between your treatment episode, recovery, and some of the self-defeating messages that you oftentimes walk into a treatment program with. A lot of you walk in with this in mind, that past performances seem to guarantee future results. That because you have not been successful in previous treatment uh, episodes, at tre uh, previous attempts at recovery, you come in with your head down. You come in full of shame. And you say, because I failed in the past, I'm doomed to fail in the future. But the truth of the matter is, gentlemen, past performance does not guarantee future results goes the other way too. That just because previous efforts have resulted in relapse, even if you've not been in treatment before, everybody sitting in this room probably thought, you know what, it'd be better if I quit. Probably everybody in this room has said, you know what, I'm not going to drink or drug for a day or a week or a month. And ended up going back to it. Your past performance, your past unsuccessful efforts at getting clean and sober have no bearing on your ability to get clean and sober today. The question isn't whether your past performance has anything to do with future results. The question is, what am I willing to do different today? Am I willing to do all of the work today? Am I willing to be vulnerable today? Am I willing to trust people today? So many of you, and I just, I've been talking about this recently, we have this misconception about trust. Because we walk into treatment and we go, I can't talk in group because I don't trust. I have trust issues. I have trust issues with authority. <laughs> right. Okay? Because it isn't it interesting how you're willing to trust when you want to. Right? Because when you bought a bag of heroin... You didn't go into a GNC to buy it. It didn't have a warning label on the side. You never knew what you were putting in your body, but you were willing to trust. Right? And when the cop man said, be here at 3 o'clock, you didn't say, I have trouble with authority. You showed up at a quarter to 3. You didn't say, I'll get there when I feel like it. 
because it was important enough to you to do so. The question is, what are your values and priorities today? Are you willing to trust the people that are put in your path to be of service to you today? Are you willing to admit that, you know what, I really don't have trouble with authority. I pick and choose when I want to have trouble with authority. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The fact that you have not been successful in the past doesn't mean that you can't be successful this time around. And so many of you walk around with your heads looking down and you can tell what people's shoes are but you don't know the color of their eyes because you walk around with guilt and shame because of the things that you have done in the past. Gentlemen, today is a new day. Today can be a new day. And like a gentleman said this morning in an earlier meeting, whether I believe I can or I believe I can't, I'm right. And if you walk in with the attitude that past performance means I can't do this, you're right. You have already become self-defeating. But, if you're willing to look at this a little bit differently and say, you know what, just because I haven't been successful in the past doesn't mean I can't do it this time around. And we have literally hundreds of examples all around us of people that are making this right, doing this the right way, benefiting from the work that they're doing. Okay? Then just maybe you can be open to the possibility that recovery... And that life beyond your wildest dreams is possible for you too. Last week, well over, we had 600 people, probably close to 300 alums came back. Some who have left this year, but I was going through registrations from someone who was here back in 1980. We have alum, one alum that was here in 1960. There are literally thousands of examples of people who have gotten that life beyond their wildest dreams. It is open to you. It is available to you. And hope and opportunity exists for you. And the only one holding holding you back is you. And to me, that's encouraging and that's empowering because if you're the one who's been holding uh, yourself back, you're the one who has the ability to free yourself as well. Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah. We got Laura McCullough in the back. Laura, you want to add anything? No. I don't have Michael. Where's Michael? When you guys come to realize this, when you can incorporate this message into your frame of reference and come to understand that I am not defined by my past, today I have the ability to refine who I am, then we become open to the miracles that happen. And here at St. Christopher's Inn, we have the good fortune of seeing miracles happen here every day. And at this time, we ask that if you've experienced a miracle, if something has happened to you that you never thought was possible, but it did happen, something maybe just in the past week, 
then we give you this opportunity. We ask you to take a moment to share that miracle because it might not just feel good to know and to be able to share that you've experienced a miracle, but there might be somebody in this room who's got one foot out the door. And maybe your miracle will help somebody else stay. So at this time we ask that if you've experienced a miracle, would you be willing to come forward and share it now? Come on. I know we got more than one. Come on. Hi. How you doing there? Bradford, track four. I was able to reach down in and pull out a resentment and an anger that had been bothering me for a long time. And it unleashed a wellspring of emotion where my track mates even call me emotional now, which I've never been called before in my life. And that's been my miracle. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm James J., uh, track 12. Uh, I did not want to come to uh, St. Christopher's. People kept pointing me to this and telling me they thought it would be a, a good program for me. Um, and uh, I wound up here against my uh, will. I was probated. And uh, I actually find that I'm happy to be here. And uh, when I work my uh, uh, detail, I'm humming and singing. <laughs> and also, uh, I gave myself my first head shave and didn't bleed to death this morning. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? <laughs> Going once. Going twice. Gentlemen, people need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. We all come in here discouraged. It's hard. It's hard not to come in here discouraged after having hit some sort of bottom. And yet there are people that have been put in your path who have been sources of encouragement for you. They have given you the strength to keep going forward. At this time, we ask that if there's, been so, if there's someone in this room who's been a source of encouragement for you, maybe they helped you get a tough assignment done. Maybe you got a, a horrible phone call and they helped keep you grounded. We ask that you take a moment to give them words of encouragement now. Um, two things about giving words of encouragement. We ask um, that if you have words of encouragement for someone, um, please keep a couple of things in mind. One, um, encouragement and praise are two different things. And, uh, praise tends to stop at thank you. Encouragement lets the person know just how their efforts have been helpful to me. And uh, we also ask that if you do have words of encouragement for someone, to try to focus on one or two people because, you know, when I say I just want to thank the whole track or the whole community, it just loses some of its power. So if uh, there's been someone who's been of service to you and you have words of encouragement for, would you please come forward now? Okay, come on. Uh, Addison S. Track 8, I'd like to encourage Christopher K. Um, Christopher, every time you see me in a mood, you can tell right away you're very observant of like uh, people around here, and you're very helpful. Um, you encouraged me to start talking more, and I was able to speak for the first time in the AA meeting last night, and that was really due to you, so thank you. I'm Mike Track 10, uh, Doug M. Douglas. Douglas. Um, I met you before we came here at uh, St. Charles. Um, 
you helped me stay there. You helped me come here. And once I got here, um, through talking to me, you know, I was going to leave. And um, truthfully, I didn't because of you. Um, and I just, you know, I wanted to let you know, you know, how big that was for me. What did he do that was helpful? He just talked me off the ledge, you know. I was ready to go, and he said, give it another day, leave tomorrow. And um, tomorrow and the next day he said the same thing, and I really appreciate that. Are you, now, are you used to give, getting words of encouragement from people? Not at all. But like you said, I'd known him before, and we became close, and when we got here, we were even closer, so I wanted him to stay because I wanted to see, see him do the right thing, and he's helped me too. Does that, sound, does that sound like Brothers Christopher to you guys? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. My name is Michael H. Track 8. Um, I just want to thank my, my friend Will, Will M., and for talking words of encouragement to me and, like, helping me do the right thing because I was doing the wrong thing and not, not doing the right thing, you know what I mean? Like, not going to groups and... And he he sat me down and talked with me for a little while. And, Tell him, let me. Yeah, and, and just uh, I appreciate that. Great, thank you. Uh, you are track nine. <clears throat> I'd like to encourage Joel H and uh, Russell W. Uh, I was halfway out the door yesterday. Uh, I had a lot on my mind. Had court. Just a bunch of stuff been going on, and uh, you guys kept me grounded. You know, my head hasn't been where my feet are. <coughs> But uh, talking to you guys definitely grounded me and kept me here. And I think if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here today. But I'm glad I stayed. Thank you. Anyone else? Going once. Going twice. Okay. Well, then finally, gentlemen, what might be the most important thing that we do, we recognize that weekends are tough. And at this time, you get to decide whether I'm doing this the way I always did it or whether I'm really in recovery. We give you this opportunity to say, I'm struggling. And we say, if you are struggling at this time going into this weekend, to please come forward now and share your struggles with your brothers so that they can be of service to you. And gentlemen, if you stay sitting now and you know I'm speaking to you, are you doing yourself a service or a disservice? So at this time, if you're struggling into, uh, going into this weekend, we ask that you please come forward now. And while you're coming forward, I'm going to shut this thing down and let people know that if you'd like more information about St. Christopher's Inn, uh, you can find us on the website, stchristophersin.org. Find information about news, events, admissions, and uh, stuff like that. So uh, until next time, we'll wish you peace, serenity, and sobriety.